Our second reading is John chapter 20, verses 19 through 31. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing, you may have life in his name. Thanks be to God. We celebrate the living world, Christ among us. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? God of grace, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O God, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Today's scripture passage from John 20 speaks to us about the topic of doubt, a subject that many of us have experienced at one time or another in our lives. In this passage, we see Thomas, one of the disciples of Jesus, struggling with doubt after hearing the news of Jesus' resurrection from the other disciples. Despite the assurance of the other disciples that Jesus had indeed risen from the dead, Thomas remains skeptical, saying that he would only believe if he could see Jesus and touch his wounds for himself. Thomas's doubts were a very natural and human response to the situation he found himself in. He was a man who had followed Jesus for years, 
who had witnessed his miracles and heard his teachings, and who had seen him die a brutal, brutal death on the cross. The idea that Jesus had somehow risen from the dead was a difficult concept for Thomas to grasp. And it's not surprising that he struggled with questions of doubt. In preparation for the Easter season, our community spent time together in our theme of seeking honest questions for a deeper faith. We've come to know that questions help us seek understanding. Sometimes, though, we have questions around our beliefs and faith itself. Is this something I believe? Do we really believe this? Doubt is a natural response to uncertainty, and it's something that we all experience at one time or another. And yet, when Jesus appears to Thomas and invites him to touch his wounds, Thomas is able to fully believe in Jesus' resurrection. This encounter shows us that doubt can be overcome, that it doesn't have to be a barrier to faith, but can instead be an opportunity for growth and transformation. So how do we respond when we find ourselves in a place of uncertainty and skepticism? What can we learn from Thomas's experience? First, I believe it's, that it's important to acknowledge our doubts and to confront them head on. We shouldn't be afraid to ask questions, to seek out answers, and to engage in honest and open dialogue with others about our doubts and fears. Sometimes we may feel like we're the only ones struggling with doubt, but the truth is that it's a common experience and we can learn from one another as we seek to understand and grapple with our thoughts and doubts. At the same time, we also need to remember the importance of faith and of trusting in God's love and providence even when we can't see the way forward. As the Apostle Paul wrote in his, letters, in his letter to the Corinthians, we walk by faith, not by sight. Doubt can be a catalyst for growth and transformation in our faith journey. When we confront our doubts and seek out answers, we are forced to wrestle with the tough questions and to grapple with our own beliefs in a deeper and more meaningful way. This process can be uncomfortable and even painful at times, but it can also be incredibly rewarding as we come to a greater understanding of ourselves, our faith, and our relationship with God. But how do we move from doubt to faith? How do we overcome the skepticism and uncertainty that can sometimes hold us back? I believe that one of the key factors is community. When we're struggling with doubt, it can be easy to feel isolated and alone. 
but we need the support and encouragement of others as we seek to move forward. We need people who will listen to our doubts and fears without judgment, who will offer wisdom and guidance, and who will pray with and for us as we seek to overcome our doubts and deepen our faith. Thomas shared his questions of doubt with his community, embracing vulnerability and honesty in the midst of his grief, and his community embraced him. This is why I love the church community, in particular, our, our church community. This is a place where a community of believers who are all journeying together, who are all seeking to grow in their faith and understanding of God, this is a place where we get to come together to have the opportunity to learn from one another, to encourage one another, to challenge one another, and to be challenged in our own faith. It's a place where we can come to experience the love and grace of God in community with others who share our doubts, our fears, and our hopes. And yet, even with the support of community, there may still be times of doubt that lingers. When we find ourselves questioning the very foundations of our faith, it's in these moments that we must remember the words of Jesus to Thomas. Do not doubt, but believe. Jesus' invitation to Thomas was not one of condemnation or judgment, but of love and compassion. Jesus knew and knows that doubt was and is a natural part of the human experience. And Jesus met Thomas where he was, offering him the proof he needed to believe in his resurrection. Likewise, Jesus meets us in our doubts, offering us the proof we need to believe in him. Whether it's through the witness of others, the guidance of the Holy Spirit, or the experiences that shape our lives, Jesus is always present, always reaching out to us with open arms, inviting us to come and believe. So my friends, let us not be afraid of doubt. Let us acknowledge it, confront it, and wrestle with it as we seek to deepen our faith and understanding of God. Let us seek out the support of community and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And let us remember that even in our doubts, Jesus is always present, always loving us, and always inviting us to come and believe. May we have the courage to embrace doubt and the faith to believe in the one who can overcome it. Amen.